Hello, everybody. This is Isaiah. Dan. And Ed. Uh, if you're here for the procrastination, this the second week of September. Sept- uh, we're September yeah. 14th. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, Capcom unveiled their newest character, and it was the best time to release him and the worst time to release him. Pretty, De- yeah, pretty much. Depending on where in the world you lived in. Yep. Um, they His name was Rashid. Mm-hmm. He is an aerial fighter. Uh, he's Middle Eastern, and they introduced him on September 11th. Because so uh, mu- that's the greatest day to reveal him, right? But here's the thing. It was during a game conference in Dubai yeah. where introducing a Middle Eastern character would be great. Yeah. To, like, you know, because all these Middle Eastern people are like, finally, someone to represent us, and we don't have to, like, half claim Dalsim. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I mean, they only got so much time left before the game comes out. They got to start start rolling those things out. <laughs> I don't think they have time to wait for another another Dubai conference. Yeah, and then, they, like, Tokyo Game Show, I think, is this coming week? Yeah, they're they're going to reveal another character um, at yeah. that one. Yeah. And Dollars to Donuts is going to be a Japanese character. Mm-hmm. Probably going to assume. I, I want a Most dollar likely. donut. <laughs> it's just going to be well, Spider- give me a dollar. It's just going to be Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> they they could do it. They're partnering with Sony. <laughs> oh yeah, but, but Sony. But don't own. they need Marvel for that? Yeah, because Sony. Doesn't yeah, because because Sony only owns the movie rights. <laughs> well, it's only it's only going to be movie Spider Man. It's going to be very specific. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to have no mask, so the, you can tell that it's it's like Tobey Maguire. The ultimate costumes, like you can have Tobey Maguire, you can have um, what's his face, uh, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Um, Winklevoss twins. Uh, what? That's I think that was no Andrew Garfield played the other, um, site the other person in the Social Network. Because uh, Andrew Garfield was in it, he was one of the 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 guys that helped Zuckerberg, and then there was the Winklevoss twins. Anyway, yeah, I should probably see that movie. Yeah, it's 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 um it's interesting. If you like the West Wing, or if you like any any of Aaron Sorkin stuff, if you mm-hmm. like the Newsroom, it's a good movie to watch just because it's it's his style of writing. So like, if you've liked any of his shows, you're gonna kind of enjoy it because it's that same style. Mm. Um, but yeah, is he uh? Did we ever talk about um, Armika on the show? I don't, I don't know, know no, but I, think I feel so. like we didn't. I feel if, like we skipped her. If not, I love the fact. I love Armika. I love the fact that she's back. Because um, a, like I'm gonna throw it out there. I think she's hot. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. B, I love uh, her. Like I love her full name because like it's it's always funny how everybody like like. So many people don't realize what the R stands for, and it, and it happens the same thing. Like everyone always says C Viper, well, but how many people know that's crimson? Yeah, well, freaking M Bison, people even know what the M is for. Yeah, if, if, like, and and then that's true. And then even now, I'm not even sure. Is it still Mike? Yeah, like, oh, I assume it is because yeah, okay. it's it's supposed to be you know uh, Barog's actual original name, name, which yeah. was which was Mike Bison because Mike Tyson. Yeah. Yep. And then it just kind of went crazy from there. Yeah. And to switch everybody's name around to make it make sense. And then now it's just uh, the claw, the glove, and the tyrant, or something like that. <laughs> Sounds like a song made by Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I'll come back to it. <laughs> De- Death Cab for Cutie's new album, The Claw, the Glove, and the Tyrant. <laughs> that's, their, that's their new hit single. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? But yeah, like saying so, you know, like I like Rainbow Mika. Yeah, like that's a cool. Cool it's a name. cool name, especially for like a, like a female lucha trained wrestler. 
Um, I would have I would have loved I would have given her bonus given Capcom bonus points if originally because she's from Street Fighter Alpha, so it's like I'm, I'm not gonna say do it now. Yeah. But if she was from Hawaii, that'd yeah. be freaking amazing. I like I like because uh, I was thinking about it. I think Armika was supposed to be was supposed to be, uh, have been inspired by Zangief that she that she uh, took up wrestling. Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure El Forte was inspired by by uh, Armika to uh, take up wrestling. It was like a big circle. Yeah, because I know. Yeah, because in the comics, um, Armika was big on Zangief in the mm-hmm. U- in the Udon comics. Because you got to be specific. Because there was, I believe, a Capcom, um, a Marvel produced Street Fighter comic that was utter crap. Uh, and then there, yeah. And then yeah. there was the Udon comic, which Capcom states is canon. Mm. Um, so yeah, in the Udon well, comics, not, is it? Well, I guess it is now, huh? Because I don't think it was before. I don't think it was canon before, but there's there's a Street Fighter Five comic now. I think that one is supposed to be canon. Well, because I had heard that Capcom said that because like you know Street Fighter doesn't really have much in terms of story, mm-hmm. but I remember that Capcom said that yeah the Udon story is basic is pretty much what it mm-hmm. like they, they, didn't, right. they didn't they themselves haven't said that it's canon, but they're more like yeah, I guess you could you <laughs> I could make hear. it that way. I didn't hear a no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> If I didn't hear it, no. Let, let, me... your, let your head cannon go as far as it wants to in terms of the comic to our game kind of thing. Well, they always kind of do that, I guess. Because, like, a bunch of characters from the game actually came from a manga originally. Mm-hmm. The guy that made... Uh, oh, yeah, like Karen? Uh, Karen, uh, Sakura, um, Evil Ryu having the, the hole in his chest. Mm-hmm. It seems to be a reference to the Third Strike manga, mm. where, where basically he beats Akuma... But Akuma pushes him through the chest. That's the only reason why, you, why actually Ryu wins. Because he lets him basically kill him, and then he kills him back. Oh, okay. And that's how, that's how the fight ends. So he did a Rocky Marciano kind of thing. So he survives so for some reason. He has a big-ass hole. He has, he has the evil Ryu hole in his chest. That would make it interesting in the idea, like, like think of, thinking about it, where that's the reason why evil Ryu can't change back to normal. Because <laughs> if he changes hole? back to normal, that will kill him. Yeah. But the evil allows it to just basically... Like kind of kind of like an arc reactor in a way <laughs> that like if he turns back to normal the shrapnel of that punch will affect his heart. <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about evil Ryu, uh, not evil Ryu. We didn't talk about sixty Ryu either. Oh, God. Sexy yeah, Ryu. That that that's the alternate costume you get if you order it from GameStop, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or if you get the uh, the uh, special edition, which comes up with all of them. Oh, okay, okay. My because my brother's planning on getting it, and he's like, oh, it costs twenty five bucks. I'm like. Oh. I'll help you out because yeah, because it costs a hundred, and I remember I had to do the same thing with uh, Mortal Kombat X because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, since it came with the season pass, so it's sixty plus forty, yeah. so it's a hundred. Um, but yeah, sexy Ryu, he he got beard. He looks like what Old Spice is looking for in a spokesman. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. He's got the he's got the ripped six pack, the ripped clothes, yeah, and a beard that puts other beards to shame. That that perfectly quaffed, um, just just grizzled face right there. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody else who has a beard like that. I want to say a Ron Swanson esque beard <laughs> when he has a full beard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying, I was trying to figure out. I'm like, did they actually change the way his model looks for that, or is that just how he looks underneath the clothes to begin with? Because the same thing happened with Cammy, where people were pointing out that Cammy's uh, uh, costume makes mm. her look different, like her face. And yeah, her were saying, face looks they, weird. Did she change her face, or is it just the like? Because people were saying that they, uh, 
the theory was that the Japanese players didn't like the way that she looked now mm-hmm. with her face, which I, it kind of creeps me out too, actually, her face <laughs> in five. But um, so that, uh, people were saying that they changed it in order to make it her look more cute so that the Japanese players would like her, but I don't know. Yeah, like, like yeah, I felt something weird when I saw them. Yeah. Something off. Not... Yeah, not in the happy way. I felt something weird, uh, <laughs> but I don't know if it's just that costume that looks like that, or is that just how she looks now? There's gonna be a patch just for Cammy's face coming out when Street Fighter <laughs> Five comes out. So when I buy the game, I have to upload it and put the Cammy's face patch on. They could have it come out with the Chun Li boob patch because she's got all these boob physics things going on <laughs> that they need oh. to fix. You need to give it the uh, take it away or put it to E Honda. <laughs> she's gonna have that weird jiggle physics from High School of the Dead, where that oh God. bullet is able to go between them. And that one, that, the, you seen that whole science post on that, right? But yeah, like, her, 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 her boobs are breaking the speed of sound. <laughs> Sonic booms. <literally>. Sonic boobs. <laughs> Sonic boobs. Sonic boobs. Sonic boobs. It yeah. like it's just. Yeah, like certain things. Like it's weird how for the longest time they they focused on Chun Li's legs, and now they're like, I think we've gone as far as we can go with her legs. <laughs> but let's let's go up top because she's had up top. A, she's had a moderately sized chest yeah. for pretty much the ma- the majority of the, of the series, and then now it's like, what what <laughs> like what is this like? And then especially if five is supposed to take place between four and three. In any of the three games, she doesn't look that bad. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what happened. <laughs> science. That's what. I don't know. Science. She, she, she got a all bre- I heard was science. Science bigger. <laughs> <laughs> she got a breast reduction after five because she realized, like you know, they keep growing for for herself. Hmm. You know, like like Angelina Jolie yeah, yeah, yeah. and and Christina Applegate. Yeah, Christina. Maybe she has a tumor in her boob. That's why they're so big. Yeah, that that could genuinely be a. a, a that's a perfectly cromulent reason as to what what it could be. I think we've gone off topic. <laughs> Have we? No, we're still, we're still on Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, we, we are. That's that's true. <laughs> still on Street Fighter. Meanwhile, in boob news now. Um, oh, something for some boob news. <laughs> Go on. Give me some of that boob news. In in boob news, Donald Trump is <laughs> in the news. Oh uh, God! Like I love. I think um, there was a there was a statistician. Um. I wish I knew what college it was. Like I'm remembering this off of like what, you know, the the trending topics on my Facebook. Oh yeah. Let me get in the right corner. It says there's a statistician uh, for a university who says that, yeah, he's not going to win his primaries. <laughs> like oh, really? I'm I, I, like essentially I'm thinking he's going to be the Howard Dean of the Republican vote. This thing. Like everyone's going to be talking about him. Everyone's going to be saying yeah he's going to be great. And then, and then like once it comes to actual voting, it's just going to be. These nuts. Yeah. These nuts is gonna win. Um, did you see when he came out to? Uh, it's the end of the world as we know it. Yeah. A. I don't know why he did that. And B. Did you hear Michael Stipe's reaction? Yeah. He was like, "Fuck off!" Like, why? go ahead. No, he's like, "Why are you taking that song?" Yeah. <laughs> he like, isn't the, he? Isn't he extremely not Republican? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, that's the, that's the problem is that. Um, uh, a lot of a lot, that's the thing that always makes me laugh is like a lot of the the people they want like let me put um, 
let me put what I want, like, let me play what music I want, mm-hmm. and then they go, like, let me play this song, and, like, this song's gonna be the thing that's gonna, like, really boost Repres- my whatever. This is what's gonna represent me. Yeah, exactly. And, um... It's the opposite. <laughs> well, well, because then they, they always go, like, let me let this music play for it, and then, like, they're like, A, no, don't use my music. Because, <laughs> like, I am not for what you stand for. Yeah. And B... Um, that song, and and B, it's like that song doesn't mean what you think it means. Uh, like I remember back in I think it was '88 when um, when Ronald Reagan was running for re-election, mm-hmm. he used uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen's "Born in the USA" as his as his campaign song. Like you know, he's he's blasting Born it in commercial. And, and sure, that chorus sounds cool and it sounds like that. Yeah. But the whole song's about a disenfranchised Vietnam veteran who hates what his country has done to him after he spent years fighting in Vietnam and like, uh, you know, like you know, coming back to no parades, like, you know, people yeah. treat me like crap because like I lost the war, I did it and all this other stuff. <laughs> and it's like and like even Springsteen's like why are you doing that? <laughs> like, like, yeah. Did you even uh, listen to the song? Yeah, did you even listen to it? <laughs> um, yeah, this is what Michael Stipe actually said for when they used his music. He said, uh, Go F yourselves, the lot of you, you sad, attention-grabbing, power-hungry little men. Do not use our music or my voice for your moronic charade of a campaign. Damn. <laughs> that seems nice. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to sue. He probably could. Like I, I, I think Neil Young actually did too. It should be like that uh, robot chicken sketch. Where they keep trying to use me, uh, oh, yeah. like knockoff versions of songs, <laughs> and they keep failing, and then they keep getting sued anyway. <laughs> I think because the last one they did like Earth, Wind, and Fire, and all mm-hmm. stuff. And then what was it like? I loved when the um, that Kim Davis woman when they used uh, oh they, they um, used Eye of the Tiger I, yeah. when she came out with Mike Huckabee, and then like. Uh, Survivor sued her and Huckabee for $1.2 million wow. for using mm-hmm, the song. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. And that's great. I love that. Um, you know, it's funny. One thing I kept hearing about the uh, the Armika Sexy Ryu thing mm-hmm. is, was um, <laughs> it's like on the internet... Uh, so many care. Uh, so many people were like, "Oh, sure. Now, 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 Ryu is sexy. Now you're objectifying Ryu, but you were like, don't objectify Mika." And I'm like, eh, I didn't see either one of those things happening. It's weird. Like, <laughs> like people were like, "Oh, cool, Armika. She seems cool, and also she's hot. Like, it's not even like, <laughs> yeah." And the same thing with 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 the sexy Ryu. It was like, "Oh, now Ryu is hot," but it's not like you're you're basing him entirely on. Well, because yeah, Armika was was hot already. Yeah, like it's like to me that doesn't look like they changed much to her, to her character model. It's, it's, she's just in three D now. Yeah, um, like everybody's been wanting her, and everybody knew what they were getting if they get her. So, so why are you surprised? I don't think I don't really think anybody was objectifying her just because in that simple in that simple train of thought. To me, her being hot is secondary to how much ass she can kick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, with her, um, with her ass. Yeah. How else? <laughs> um, one thing I kind of hope they do, and I really, I really like. I just thought of this right now. Mm-hmm. If you can do um, like an alternate costume of her, will be you play as her tag team partner? Yeah, that's what I want to. And have Armika be the secondary. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. I would really like. That. Capcom, get on that. Um, Please. 
I love that idea so much. Um, what was I going to say? For people that live in the Denver area, um, I was made aware of this last night. I don't know if any of us, any of you guys listen in, um, in the uh, Denver area. But avoid the Holiday Chalet Hotel. Why? Um, I was follow. I follow T.J. Miller, the comedian, one of my yeah. favorite comedians of all time. If you've seen him in um, movies like, uh, he was in Big Hero Six. You'll you'll recognize his voice. Yeah, Big yeah. Hero Six, um, Cloverfield, uh, Searching for a Friend at the End of the World. Um, he just recently had his wedding, and he went and like last night he went on a big old tirade about um, not staying there. Hmm. Uh, he let's see here. They stole his bags, rifled through them, crashed his wedding. What? Who? This, the, the hotel? The hotel staff. Damn. Like, I, like they, they went through his belongings, like, when he, was in, when he wasn't in his room. Mm-hmm. They, um, like, I'm, I'm assuming that employees, because he said they crashed his wedding, so I'm like, did employees that probably weren't on the job yeah, probably just went up. into the banquet room wow. and, like, partied there. And like all sorts of stuff. And he's like, I'm from Denver. And this is a hotel in Denver. He's like, I felt, I hated it. Like, 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 and you know, I would too in that regard. And I'm mm-hmm. like, and I figured, you know, just as a fan of his, just to help him out. Promote. What was the hotel Promote again? that thing. The Holiday Holy. Chalet um, in Denver. Okay. And, and yeah, like it was just, I was, I was reading, I, I was reading that entire tweet fast and I was just like, damn because to him it, he felt it was it was like literally that that really sad moment with a parent when they tell you they're not so much mad as they are disappointed <laughs> that's so yeah because that was that because him being from that area and having this happen to him was what mm-hmm. was what killed him the most it, it, like it, it's one thing if like i've um, never been to seattle but seattle treated me like a like i was an asshole that's one thing yeah but it's like i grew up there like they shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, exactly. And I know for a fact we're better than this. Because really I'm better than this. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, just just throwing that out there. If we have any listeners in Denver or anybody planning to go to Denver, to stay away from there. Um, Mario Maker. <laughs> I I completely forgot the transition because it also came out on 9/11. Yeah. It's like that uh, game is so fun. It, 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 it is, and, and I love the fact that it's so fun, despite the fact that technically it's not their game. Yeah. It's your game. Yeah. You make it. That's, that's think, literally think, the point of the commercials, yeah, I think, true. I think, I think uh-huh. like, Miyamoto even said, like, I had no part. Of it. Like, I just helped design, but I didn't make any levels. I didn't do yeah, anything. Yeah, he said he was going to actually make uh, and upload some levels, so we got to find his account so everybody can start downloading his levels. Well, Dollars to Donuts is the one named Miyamoto, yeah. without a zero or a one. But you can't anyway. search by name, though, so you got to find, like... Like the code. It's, it's weird, code. because you can't search by name or by the name of the of the uh, course. Hmm. you got to literally get their, like, oh, the their, their number or whatever. It's like a, lo- like a series of numbers. Oh, okay. And then once you once you find one course by that guy, you can, like, follow that guy, and then you'll be able to see all his courses whenever you want. Oh, okay. So it's just, it's just a matter of following the trail. Right, yeah. exactly. So we just got to find the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody follow Miyamoto, and when you find it... Tweet us at at Procrast Podcast. Or if we find it first, we'll, we'll, let we'll, you know. <laughs> we'll post it on our Twitter at Procrast Podcast. Um, 
the cool thing is, um, did you know that like if you have like different kinds of amiibos, you could actually put them on and they'll come out as little characters on there. That sounds amazing. And it's pretty detailed. Like they, they each one has their own their own crouch. Their own, if you pull, if you hold up, they do like a, like animation. Um, they have their own music when they die, most or of them. most of them when they Got die, or when they beat the level. Yeah, except for for some reason, uh, Charizard, uh, Greninja, and and Pikachu don't don't have anything. It's weird. But uh, everybody else, like uh, like Zelda, turns into Sheik if you hold up. Nice. And vice versa. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, yeah, some pretty great stuff. And also, um, for the listeners, you know, in our group, that Isaiah is the only one that actually has a customized amiibo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's right here. Nice. <laughs> here you go. For those of you who want to know what it looks like, we got to make this the uh, cover yeah, photo. This will be the cover photo. Fo- this will be the cover photo for today's episode. Uh, today's episode will be called uh, "Resetting the Brackets," because um, for those of you who don't know, we've been one number higher than normal because we had to skip a week. Just, just put yeah. it down on top of the. <laughs> it has a stand. Why would you put it sideways? Because it's technically. He's, like, he's, there's true. a little ramp right there. He's flying off. <laughs> um. But yeah, so so it'll it'll be posted on there. Um, thank you. No I was, at halfway through what you were saying, I was like, "Wait, I am Isaiah. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know anything about this." Because <laughs> um, I thought you were going to talk about a friend, Matt, who actually has a few levels yeah, yeah, yes. already posted. Um, yeah, I'm wondering: do those amiibo levels? Do they uh, th- those amiibo things? Do they also? change if you choose if you change the design of the level no it's only on 8-bit mario yeah only only the first uh yeah only the 8-bit uh, one has them okay. everything else uh it turns it into uh like the feather item or like the you know random one whatever the feather would be for that game like if, if you're for uh like super mario world you'd get the cape mm-hmm. super mario 3 you'd get the yeah. tanuki suit but if you make it the super mario's one then you can make it the question mark block which which is what, what the amiibo things come out of Oh, okay. And it's uh, you can you can have it be random or you can be you can have it be a certain one. Oh, okay. Okay. As I was thinking, I was I thought you just start the level as that amiibo. No, no. It's no. In a, you can put it in a box or or just put it out out there in the world. Oh, okay. All right. That, that's like I was saying, I kind of want to make a level and just make it like filled with those, so that everywhere you go, like every like make it so you have to jump and land on a platform, mm-hmm. but then put like two of those on that platform so that you can't avoid getting them. And just make the whole level like filled with them, so that you're trying to walk and you're just like lagging in the game when you keep changing a different. <laughs> and then the sound bites everywhere just going. Well, what was it? I love that one. There was one back when the beta was made where, mm-hmm. like, the very beginning, it had a it had the no with the cross and the mushroom in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah and yeah. it was just the point of it was you had to beat the level as Little Mario because there were so many points where mm-hmm. um, you couldn't get through if you were big. And they put, like, piranha plants in, like, three spots so that way you can shrink back down. I remember someone's complaint was, put in more checkpoints. Well, no. That makes you weak. Are there... <laughs> There are no, no checkpoints. No, checkpoint. yeah. no, no, there's three points where there's another there's another prana plant. Oh, to, okay. No, I mean, but there's not. But there's yeah, actually no checkpoint uh, uh, item to restart the. No, like well, you can't you can't put those in the level. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, that I don't care. Like I think I think that's what he meant was like to reset your Mario to make him back to mini. Yeah. Oh no. 
but I was like, no. Oh god, they got level. Oh god, yeah. We we ended up spending a very long time trying to beat this level, just filled with goombas, uh-huh. and it was so well done. And there were really so many well. so many points where it's like, okay, we, we beat this section. Now, how the hell do we beat this section? Like every time you, you get to a new area, and it did a really good job filling up the entire level because it was like you'd be walking and you'd see other parts of level, and you're like, am I coming back to that eventually? And then eventually you you would, like different tunnels, different like that. It's just. And like, there's so many hidden blocks. There's so many. The hidden block was what killed us for so long. Uh, we had to look because you can turn on comments, uh-huh. uh, where basically people can can post comments and they can put them in a section, like kind of like Dark Souls. Well, yeah, and, yeah. Like I was see, saying, that one guy put like right over like one of the things. Put yeah, in. exactly. Yeah, uh, it was it was in Japanese, but we could tell it was trying to say there was a star, and it was like right here somewhere. So we kept trying to jump it there, and finally we we managed. It's like such a hard jump. There's an invisible block, and the star comes out, and the star is needed to proceed. That's why we couldn't beat that apart. It was like, oh, that level was so hard, but we spent so long so, trying to like, do it. It was, it was hard, but fun. It was yeah. that. Yeah. That NES hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it was... I remember, too, it was funny. Like, I was actually watching uh, Angry... Not Angry Video Game Nerd, but he has a segment called James and Mike Mondays, yeah. where the two of them play. And they're playing this Jackie Chan game. It's, like, the newest episode. And uh, he points out... That he's like fun NES games were always the hard ones, but not stupid too hard. hard. Yeah, because an easy game you'll finish it, you'll put it in your catalog, and you'll never touch it again. A hard game you'll go back to it over and over and over, either because you haven't beaten it or because you want to see if you can do, if you can be better than what you did before. Mm-hmm. If it's too easy, you're just like, well, I don't think I'm going to get any better than that. <laughs> I always liked the Ninja Guy Den. That game was hard in general, mm-hmm. but for the most part. You, you get good at it, you're like, whatever, for most of the levels. Yeah. But then it was like a cinematic where I think the, the character literally says, like, you're going to go to hell or something now. And this floor opens up underneath your character and you fall. Yeah. And then that's when the level starts. And that level is so f- freaking hard. It's like right, it's like the second to last level or last level. Mm-hmm. And that's like, he literally is telling you, like, this level is going to be hell for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like people, people have never beaten it. Some, some people, you know? Like, you try and you try. Do you know where you are? You're in the jungle, baby. You're gonna die. <laughs> like, and it and it yeah. felt like because that game had a thing where if you went through it, like like if you if you managed to, to beat a section of the level, then you you would start back at the next section. Yeah. I remember there were like a a lot of parts where you just end up all the way at the beginning. It's like well, it takes so long to to get to any kind of checkpoint. Well, I remember the last level of the original Ninja Gaiden. If you didn't beat the boss, you get yeah. sent to the very yeah. beginning. Yeah. But any other time you died during that level, it would send you just back to uh, the, yeah that checkpoint. Because uh, I remember it happened on Game Grumps when they played Gaiden. They actually beat yeah. it. I was surprised that like they actually beat something like that. And and yeah, like that's what happened when they when they lost the first time. They're like, oh, what? <laughs> they 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 had what I believe is called the heroic blue screen of death. Mm-hmm. When it's like they literally just realize what happened and like speechless, just like. Hup. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I need to send you physically to them because right now they're playing Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, and nice. they're like, I don't think I can beat this. And I'm like, I know somebody who ha- who can beat yes, it. Yes, I I have beaten oh, that yeah. for the NES. We 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 all watched it. <laughs> it. Didn't, I, didn't I beat him with a rock, like the worst weapon? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Because no, no, no. no. you worked your ass off to get a machete. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I did. we realized we realized who but, was the fastest, and we got her the machete. But didn't 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 I die with that character? No, by no, the no, end? you passed it. 
Well, no, I mean, I, I eventually won, but I feel like I lost the character with the machete before I beat it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It took you forever, but you learned his, his pattern. His pattern, that's what happened. And yeah, yeah, yeah you, were, you were down to the... Like, right now they're calling... They don't even call them rocks. Like, they're, they're crumpled pieces of paper. Yeah. It's like, how am I supposed to beat Jason with this? I did it, man. It, yeah. just, it just took it, a while, and I just got so good at avoiding every hit. <laughs> yeah, because it, like, it was like, two seconds move. Two seconds move, throw, throw, two seconds. It, it gets harder because the, cl- the closer he used to dying, the faster he gets. So by the end, it was just like, like I, it was because I had to literally react before seeing the, the action. Yeah. It's, it's, it's instinctive. It reminds me of um, Futurama when uh, Hermes is, no, no, uh, Bender's like with the, the Egyptian people. Yeah. It's like, a, uh, one, two, three, pull, one, two, three, pull. And like, he's like, can't get him faster if you just do this? Like, one half pull, one half pull. Like by the end of it, like that's pretty much how it was. You fighting freaking Jason. Yeah, it was like seriously. Near the end, one half. <laughs> but but yeah, it was done. We have done it. it we have witnessed. It's done. It's done. <laughs> we did it on Friday the thirteenth. We had a YouTube 13th. video yeah. of it. I yeah, we, we still we, have it. We did it on a Friday the thirteenth because it was tradition at the time. And then our friend Zippo got felt bad because now there was nothing he could do for Friday the thirteenth anymore because he beat that <laughs> damn game. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, not sorry. Uh, you're sorry that you're not we need, sorry. We just needed to get more horror games. Like, I'm surprised it doesn't have Splatterhouse. Oh, Any yeah. of the Splatterhouses. Get, that, that, ja- that, get yeah. that Japanese one. Have you seen that one? Oh, that one is really fun. No. I think it was on one of the um, the Summer Games Done Quick, uh-huh. which is, uh, you know, the... Um, yeah, the speedrun yeah, series. Yeah, the week of, of speedruns. Um, they had a spooky games done quick <laughs> section of the block, uh-huh. and yeah, that was one of the games, and it was a Japanese only uh, spider house where everything is chibi. Nice, and uh, it, it looked pretty interesting. And the story <laughs> was 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 confusing, like because because you don't need the Japanese in order to understand what's going on, and yeah. he actually would explain it once in a while, you know, something in the, in the text. Uh-huh. But th- basically, by the end, it, it implies that the entire game was a movie uh-huh. that was being filmed. Oh, okay, like it was like a backdrop. Uh, Backed up and everything, but then after after it explains that, then the the main monster thing shows up in the thing, and it's like, wait, so it wasn't a, a movie? And then and then it, it basically ends with um, the main characters showing up at the first Splatterhouse level, uh, the first Splatterhouse place at the very end in the credits. Nice. So it's like, so it wasn't a movie, and it was a prequel, <laughs> but but he doesn't get the mask until during the game, so it's not even. What's going on? So, so is, it not, is it not the main guy from Splatterhouse, but it is a prequel? Part of, part of me is wondering if like like I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of feeling it like Parodius, or 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 my favorite is another TV trope I learned recently. Mm-hmm. TV trope of the week, the MST3K mantra. Ooh. It's uh, it, for those of you who don't know, MST3K is Mystery Science Theater 3000, probably one of my favorite TV shows of all time. The MST3K mantra is if you listen to the theme song the very last line is um if you're wondering how he eats and breathes and other science facts just repeat to yourself it's just a show i should really just relax so it's like it's one of those beware, things like, beware our lantern's light <laughs> so it's like it's just one of those things where it's like but how did this how did chill out like, we're it's just a show why are you tripping on the like think of, think of rick and morty it's just best not to think about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and yeah, like I, I really wish they could make a, a good Splatterhouse game again. Mm-hmm. Like the, there was that one that came out for PS3, but it was like way too buggy. Have they tried though? I think I think no, I think that the main problem was that it it got really slow at points. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, like, how is... Like, I'm thinking, like, well, that would make sense in, like, the Super NES era, where it's like, there's too many things on your screen. But I'm like, PS3? Like, how does it slow? I don't know. Why is it slowing down? <laughs> Why yeah. is it slowing down? <laughs> Uh, I just want I just want more side scrolling beat 'em ups, but this, it's so hard to make a, a viable model out of those kind of games now. Yeah. It's like what am I gonna do? Sell it for on PSN for like fifteen bucks or ten bucks? I'm not gonna make any money off of that. Yeah. What am I gonna do? Put it in the arcades? How's that gonna work? <laughs> what was it? There's another game too that I, I really want to check out. I forget what it's called, but it's basically uh it's an eight bit style looking game. Um and I kinda wanna say it's kinda like Last Action Hero in mm-hmm. the sense that like you are these kids, <laughs> in the sense that you are the last action hero. <laughs> no, you're 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 like these kids that go into a movie theater, mm-hmm. and then every time you go into a movie theater, it plays a movie, and you play surprise, the movie, and you play the movie, and the movie is a horror game. Uh. And each time you come out of there, um, you come out of there with an item, and then that helps you fight off this other guy that's actually in the real world trying to kill you. Huh, interesting. And like it's cool because like the whole game kind of plays. The best way to play it, from what I've seen people playing it as, it's almost like Home Alone. Because, like, during the day, the killer isn't around. But as soon as the sun sets, he'll come out. So the best thing for you to do is, during the day... Go see a movie. Is set... <laughs> is, set up, is set up all of the stuff in the... In, in the, the theater? In the, no, no. Well, this is when you're in the actual movie. Okay. okay. When you're in the movie, um, during the day, like, it's like basically like Camp Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. And you're like going around, and you like basically set up all the traps. Uh, so you gotta then, like home alone the guy. Yeah, exactly. So when it's when it's nighttime, and he comes out, you're just like, uh, 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 cut this box drops. All right, that's that gives me a few moments to get this fire thing and like, throw like, a bunch of barn at the and, floor. Yeah, like there's there's gas on the floor, and you just ignite that right when he runs over it, and then nice. like, and it even does that scene from like the original Friday the Thirteenth, where like you think he's dead, and then he just jumps out of the water again, like after after you think he's finally finished, and then hopefully you'll have the gun at that point and just like blast him in the head like you would in a normal horror movie. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I'm all like, that's cool. I wish I knew the title of it. Um, we'll we'll remember that next time we do a miscalculation. No, no we won't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drag me into this. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I, I saw I saw it once and it looked like a really good game. It's 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 one of those eight bit throwback looking cool. titles. <sighs> What? How <laughs> was that? Just put it at the very end of the podcast. Edit, edit out of right now and put it at the very end. <laughs> uh, it's, it's one of my favorite jokes from uh, Brian Regan when he talks about like when the the optometrist gets too close and it's just like he just goes right up to the mic, just like. <laughs> How you doing there? You want some gum? <laughs> um. So- Speaking of horror movies, mm-hmm. apparently they're making a cheaper Creepers three. Oh yeah, I, I, I was seeing about that. I'm like, which is, okay. I'm wondering how they're gonna do that in the sense of, well, I guess it's not that hard considering every Jeepers Creepers, the bad guy has had a completely different idea. That's true. <laughs> like it's like the first one, it's like he's just a guy that's coming to kill him, and the second one, he has a very basic storyline. He he comes to life like. I think every 12 years to feed for 12 days or something like that. Or 14 years to get all the body parts he needs, right? Yeah. 
And then, and then now it's like but he's like a vamp. It's like some sort of weird vampire creature thing too, where he where he needs to to get body parts in order to be immortal. Yeah, and it's just like in. So so to me, it's like I'm like, are you gonna follow either of those? Or are you gonna do a completely different? Because the one with Justin Long is so different from the one with the mm. with the Doctor Grant from from. Uh, I always remember two, and I, I I can never remember what happened in one. Pretty much, it's like weird. Well. Cause yeah, in one, like the guy just he just kills whoever gets in his way, but he's mostly focusing on the two main kids, mm-hmm. Justin Long and and the blonde girl that survives. Um, but then in two, it was like a busload of children and their coach, I think, and um, look at me, I'm thirty years old. The teenagers. And their coach, not children. <laughs> damn uh, kids. Damn kids. Get ruining my, my credit. <laughs> damn kids ruining my credit. <laughs> ruining my game. <laughs> and, uh, well, yeah, they're the ones screaming obscenities at me over Xbox Live. Um, and, yeah, it just, it just, uh, it's just, like, how are you going? What? <laughs> I'm editing all of that out because, <laughs> but, yeah, um, like, are, are we are we gonna follow a procedure that we did in two? Are we going to do our own thing? Do do a completely different thing? Are we going three to should be a crossover one? between one and two? Bring back so, characters from one and two and establish them in a shared universe. Something that something that explains why one was different from two. Yeah, I'm actually excited about seeing some of the some of the things. Um, like I love like like this year is. I good. That, for a second, I thought that was Ed outside the the booth, and it confused me. <laughs> just just for twin? a second, my twin. <laughs> just on me. There's a good. Uh, there's a good um, group of horror films that are coming out this year. Like I feel it's a good. It's a good. Yeah. The end of the year is a good thing of horror right now. Like we got especially especially for those of you who who hate Christmas. I want to say because you have because um, yeah you have. Uh, Krampus, mm-hmm. which is coming out, and then there there's coming out Excuse with me. a a Christmas horror story oh. is coming out too. It's a Canadian movie that's being that's being like basically brought down to here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if it's going to be in theaters or if it's coming straight to DVD, but it has um William Shatner, who's basically the all around like you know how there's always that binding glue because um Christmas horror story is going to be like Creep Show mm-hmm. or um. It's another movie like that. The Vault of Horror. If you've never seen that one, that's a good movie from the 60s, 70s. Um, I have never seen anything. Well, that one actually is The Fourth Doctor, The Vault of Horror. Eh? The Fourth Doctor is one of the... Is one of the that sounds oh, like Tom, a name of a Doctor Who episode. Tom Baker is one of the, is one of the uh, people that's um, basically going to die in this story. Can't, they uh, can't see the air... You can't see the air quotes. you got to say air quotes. <laughs> You can you can sense them. You know that I'm going to do it if I say it that way. If I if you know I'm going to use air quotes, then I have to talk a certain way in order for air quotes to be assumed, despite the fact that I'm not using air quotes for any of the times that I'm talking about using air quotes. Uh, but but yeah, um, it's supposed to be a. Uh, an anthology movie where it's like there's like six different stories. VHS is another good horror story like that. Um, and yeah, William Shatner plays a radio DJ. They make a sequel called DVD <laughs> or Blu-ray. Actually, there was V. Actually, the funny thing is there was VHS too. <laughs> <laughs> 
Betamax. Well, because because well, because with VHS, what it was was they were recorded like through a camcorder. Yeah, you can't do that with today. There's no there's no DVD camcorder or a Blu-ray. A Blu-ray camcorder sounds awesome, but it's all it's probably going to be impossible to make. Like I, I believe there was a DVD. Uh, I guess it would be a SD card or something. That'd be yeah, a sequel. That, that's what they yeah. But the guy like stumbling through SD cards, <laughs> trying to find the the right one, but it's they're also small. And- well, because that's the point of VHS is they're trying to find a specific VHS yeah. tape, um, and they find stacks of them. So they're like watching these tapes to see yeah. what is. They're what. all really disturbing, right? Yeah, exactly. And it focuses on three of them. But yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, horse horror Christmas story. You got William Shatner as a radio DJ who's like trying to find his lost weatherman. Mm-hmm. And you probably know where that's going. But as he's talking, um, there's like six other stories that happen as well. And they're all kind of interconnected. Like mm. characters from one story you'll see in another story. And it'll just kind of be interwoven a little bit. Cool. Um, and I, and I, I, like, I always love those ideas when like... Like a good example is 22 short films about Springfield. Yeah when, yeah. when there's those moments where like it just happens to cross between something that goes on and then now we're focusing on this guy. Yeah, those are awesome. Yeah. And um, I want to see like a, I want to see like an adventure game that that plays out like that, like 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 have Telltale like a game, or it's a bunch of stories like that, but then they they can interconnect, and uh, depending on which which actions you end up you end up choosing, you know, decides what, what ends up interconnecting. I feel like I want to say it's Quantum Dream, the guys that made Heavy Rain and and mm. Indigo Prophecy. Like they could probably do a good one like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I could see that. Um. It'd be cool because you could tell a lot of different kind of stories and just have them in a in a thing. Yeah, and 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 you know, and then you play it again because like odds are, yeah, there might gonna... be there might be like little not not plot holes, but just scenes that you know happened that you, but you don't get to see them. They might be referenced, but mm. you didn't. Yeah, you didn't see them, and then you play it again to see. Oh, so that's what happened when I was doing this. So the blah blah. Or maybe like one of your characters from one of your stories ends up dying, so then. He he doesn't interconnect at all with the other stories the way he should have, so it ended up changing things. Like just stuff like that would be cool. Yeah, get on it. Uh, it's, a, so it's always hard for me to play those games. There was that. Yeah, it's a little bit like Heavy Rain. Yeah, but it's, yeah. Well, hold on, it's a little bit like Heavy Rain. Yeah. Like, whole. It's always a little hard for me to continue playing after one of my characters dies in those games. So like, I feel like I'm supposed to because they have a whole mechanic where the the story changes when they die. Mm. But a, a part of me is always like. I'm just gonna reset. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bring him back to life. I screwed up. Jason. <laughs> I don't know why, but the first thing that popped in my head was um, the cookie from Adventure Time after he commits suicide. It's like a glove up. <laughs> <laughs> um, he doesn't die. For those of you who've never seen that yeah. episode, he, he tried. Princess um, Cookie, by the way. He just yeah, tried cookie. to die. That's all. Yeah, he just tried to die. Well, that's why they put him in the mental institution at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. Despite the fact that it's all Princess Bubblegum's fault, and she's probably not going to take credit. Uh, cre- uh, not not credit because that's a good thing. Responsibility for mm-hmm. it. Uh, yeah, I caused him to kill himself. <laughs> so what? I'm taking credit for it. Um, not a good thing at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like like I, I get you. And the, the one thing that bugs me is when um, it has to happen. Yeah. yeah. And it's like you, you you do every single thing in in your path to make sure it doesn't. But then you look up a walkthrough and you realize there's... Like it was like when I played Arkham Knight, there's a scene where you have two... You have 
two people to pick. You have two choices. And it's like, I picked one, and I got the wrong answer. So then I reset. I went to the other one, one, it was the wrong answer. Damn it, it's wrong no matter what I do, isn't it? (laughs) And and it's like... I really like the uh, the end of the the um, the side story with, with uh, uh, what is his name? The guy that's like very uh, religious themed. Azrael. Yeah, Azrael. I liked the, the end of his his side story because you have so many options to what you do at the very end of that. Yeah. Like like uh, I think me and me and our friend uh, Miguel both chose one one situation that. Um, our other friend didn't even know what you could do. That was the one that didn't Oh, you were do. the one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, so what'd you do? Did you break the sword? Did you try to kill him? Nah, I just walked out of there. You just walk you, out you of there? Wa- you can just walk out. <laughs> 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 I, was, I think there was another option, too. Um, somebody else told me about another, like, a fourth option. I forget mm. what it was, but yeah. Because it only tells you. It's like, press X to break the sword. Press circle to swing at Batman. I'm like, all right. So I did one in New Game, did the other in New Game Plus, and then they're like, oh, I just walked away. Yeah, you I just, just turned around, <laughs> and that, that, that I think the elevator thing comes up when you look at the elevator. So okay, yeah. it's like whatever you look at it gives you an option. <laughs> you look at the hidden Batgirl room. You, just, you decide <laughs> you to become, become Batgirl. Batgirl. <laughs> uh, that'd be awesome. Um, I have decided. <laughs> like, I love the fact. It's funny, too, because I love the fact that they made that Azrael, he's a combination of both Azraels. Like, his look and alter ego are the Azrael, of, are of the later Azrael. I kind of like when they do that. They just take the best parts of, of versions of characters. Like, the, they do that with Flash a lot, don't they? Yeah. Like, the cartoons and stuff, they always, it's always like a Wally West, Barry Allen Flash yeah. that they fused. <laughs> Well, because I always like how they always, like, Wally was never, Wally was always the funny one. Barry was always kind of serious. Mm-hmm. Except for the fact that Barry would always pop up, like, certain stupid random quotes. Like, he, flashback. Like, uh, like that was his form of humor, was just, I'm going to be cheesy with, like, interesting factoids while this guy's shooting me. <laughs> like, interesting fact, your gun actually has the ability to blah, 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 blah. Like, I was I was reading about a series of, um... It's basically like a comic book news site, mm-hmm. and they have like an like an article series on talking about uh, plot like plot holes. Mm-hmm. Well, not really plot holes. Uh, things that they that they left hanging and never explained. Oh, uh, whatever happened to the mouse? That's what that's called. Uh-huh. And yeah, that because that, that happens a lot in comics because a lot of times like a writer will will come up with an idea and kind of work in like hints towards it, and mm-hmm. then just stop working on that comic book yeah. and move to a different book, and then it's never explained. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was this one where, um, I think it was just the same article series. I don't know why, but it was a article series on that site. Anyway, um, there was this this girl who was really called Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess she predates the Disney Little Mermaid, so it wasn't weird then. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, she she dies, mm-hmm. and then it's, it's a big deal. And then a, then a later comic for some reason has Flash. Um, Meeting that team again, and she's alive in that, and and they even call attention to it. Like like Flash is running around, uh, giving like a like a speech, uh, and he gets to her and he's like, "I thought you were dead," <laughs> and she just goes, "She goes, oh no, that was Mabel Twin." Oh okay, <laughs> like he just just like glossed just, over it. He, he asks her, he points it out, and just just doesn't even care afterwards. Okay, well sure, whatever. Yeah, that and makes then, sense. And, right. then, and then a later comic 
has like a statue to all the dead members of that team and uh-huh. has her in the in, in there. So it's like, is that a statue of the evil twin? Or, or, <laughs> or is she still dead? And she's like never brought up again, so you don't know. Was that was the one I loved, like, reminded me of, um, I think it was Invader Zim. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, asked, they asked this one character, like, he got horribly hurt. Like, like I want to say horrible. pretty much killed. Oh, yeah, didn't you just say, like, I got better? <laughs> yeah, they, they should have asked him, weren't you? Just, like, didn't you yeah, die? Yeah, but I got better. <laughs> just like, oh, okay. And then they just, like, let it go. Let it go. Um, the... There was, there was another article on the same site that was uh, talking about Dazzler, mm. and that was apparently a plot point in a, in a bunch of comics by the same, written by the same guy. Mm. And then even when he left the, the the comic and came back, he started doing it again. Mm-hmm. Where basically Dazzler can't die, and they don't know why. And it just keeps happening. Where she keeps dying, and, she, and then a little later in the comic, she just wakes up, and she's fine. And and they never they never go into why it is. And there's a couple of different uh, plot points that seem like they could be related to it, mm-hmm. and we don't know which one of those is. The reason, if there is a reason, it's just, it's interesting because she she like looks into this magic thing and it shows her like all her life paths mm-hmm. um, that she could have taken basically, you know, like one where she becomes a lawyer, mm-hmm. which is pretty what her dad wanted her, wanted her to do. Mm-hmm. One where she she stayed like a, a pop star and just doing things, mm-hmm. but then took to a, like then later she ends up um, the same thing ends up basically happening again. But when she looks deeper into all those paths, they all end up getting killed in different ways. So it's like, is that related to it? You know, is that why she can't die? Is she's like, is it like being transferred to them? Or what's, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And there's another plot point where her, apparently her light was was originally a different color. And it, it started to go more and more towards towards white for some reason. And, and you think about like going into the light, mm-hmm. you know, like, is that like related to that? Like, it's just weird. It's a, and it's never been explained. I kind of wanted to, I, there's a part of me that wants it to be uh, related to the Smiths, the band, because, um, like I, I immediately, as soon as you start telling me about that, like Dazzler was created in the seventies. I want to say I don't, I don't know, yeah, but I don't know. Well, in, in the in in the eighties, the the Smiths came out with a song. There's a light that never goes out, and like part of me is like Dazzler. Like right when you said that, yeah. that was the first thing that popped so in my why? head was there's a light that never goes out, mm-hmm. and that is Dazzler. Uh, I really like I, I really like Dazzler. She's the kind of character that I think could be used better and more, but mm-hmm. it rarely is. Yeah. Know? Um, well, it was it, the part. The hardest part was just like the idea of making her character like powerful. Like, I mean, well, like I can turn sound into light. Like, that's the thing. It sounds like it's not powerful, but if you know the comic and you look into all things she she's done with it, and it's yeah. freaking ridiculous. And she has all these other things that people don't even know about, like like a lot of things that are related to sound. Mm-hmm. Like she like like she can echolocate. She can uh, she can store the sound, so she can be like Superman, where she can just keep storing sound for a very long time, and eventually release it. She can um, she can hear uh, certain wavelengths that normal people can't hear, like a bunch of weird stuff that she can do. She helped the Galactus once. Galactus sought her out <laughs> because <laughs> he needed help to get his his herald out of basically like some sort of super dense black hole mm-hmm. that he was trapped in, mm-hmm. and in order to power her up. He um, he had her listen to things that were like basically the loudest things that there can be, including an entire galaxy being destroyed, and she and she absorbed that sound in order to power up basically. So essentially, Dazzler is the Aquaman of Marvel. Pretty much, mm-hmm. she's so badass, but nobody knows it because all they know is that she's a disco woman. Yeah, yep. pretty much. 
Um, she was in a, I think it was called Extreme X Men, which is pretty good. It was like it was like Exiles, but with her leading a team going to different realities and yeah. solving their problems. I know that was pretty good. I love the idea of like her seeing a destroyed galaxy getting that sound, and then Obi Wan not being able to hear it anymore. Just <laughs> <laughs> just cuts to Star Wars. <laughs> like, like, are you okay? I yeah, I'm not thought right. I heard the. <laughs> No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I thought I heard a bunch of voices cry out, but nah. <laughs> nah, never mind. It's gone. Um, I love this. <laughs> One of my favorite things ever. I forget what number comic it is. I probably have it because I used to collect Simpsons comics when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. There's a Simpsons comic where Homer quotes Obi-Wan. They're both asleep. Marge hears something downstairs. She's like, Homer, did you hear that? And his response was, was it the sounds of millions of screams being silenced? Is that a comic? <laughs> yeah, he just straight up quotes Obi-Wan. And she's like, no, I think there's something downstairs. <laughs> he's like, just like, rolls over. like. Oh. I feel like if it was in the cartoon, it would have been that thing where you go to say something when you get stopped by how weird the, the response was. You go, no. Ah. I- no, I think it was. Uh- <laughs> I love those moments. Yeah, me too. Uh, um, I was gonna say I I love reading. For those of you, I like reading too. <laughs> reading is good. Yeah, I love reading books. Um, last, last night I spent all night reading TV tropes for um, Rick and Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. and I love just reading about all the different things you can find out about it. Like um, I love the fact, and I actually saw the video of it too, how Rick and Morty referenced a Gravity Falls episode that hadn't aired yet. Oh, yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm. They referenced Gravity Falls, I think, six months before Gravity Falls did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, to me, is like, Alex Hirsch had to have told him. Yeah. Justin yeah, Roiland. Yeah. God you, knows how long ago. You know, in the latest one, Alex Hirsch is the guest star. Right. Or is the guest... In the new speaker. episode. In the new episode. Nice. Like, I'm, I, like, I knew that they were probably friends. Yeah, especially yeah. since, you know, Roiland has worked on Adventure Time and... This, this all goes back to my theory of the the six the um, six six degrees of uh, oh, of, uh originally, of, uh, originally of, uh, was, gumball well, originally no. it was flapjack oh, flapjack, flapjack. Yeah. yeah that's what it was but now I want to say it was um, now I want to say it, I just want to say Jendi because it all goes back to Jendi Tartakovsky who made mm. Dexter's Lab oh yeah um but yeah like. like I'm so I'm pretty sure at some point Justin Roiland has probably worked with yeah. Alex Hirsch. And I believe it's still like uh, Flapjack. If yeah, if not on Flapjack, then on. Mm-hmm. Now the only reason I want to, I, I originally made it Flapjack because like so many things in today's yeah thing have made it like um, because of Flapjack. Uh yeah. Uh, Adventure Time. Adventure Time. Um, Regular show. Well, you're not saying it, so I, I am. I know. <laughs> I know it's like literally right as my mouth opens to say it. It's like regular show, Gravity Falls, and then from there you have Rebecca Sugar going to make Steven Universe from Adventure Time. You have um, you have Justin Roiland who was Lemon Grab on Adventure Time going off to make Rick and Morty. You have like Dan Harmon who made Community going into Rick and Morty, who's mm-hmm. now making, who also made um, helped in making like Frankenhole. And uh, Moral Oral, because they were made by Starburns Industries, who was a character that was in community with Dan <laughs> yeah. Harmon. And it's just like, it's, it's, going, it's going further. It's, it's going into, li- it's seeping into live action. Like, that, that's, that, that to me that's, is actually kind of cool. That is interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, but like, I, I genuinely want to say it goes even further back to Jendi Tartakovsky, because like, then you got Craig McCracken 
and um, and those people that that kind of paved the way into the cartoon cartoons, which led us into all new Thursdays. Um, He's the one that made um, a hotel a hotel uh, Transylvania too, right? So you could <laughs> you could go into three D. Yeah, exactly. And right. Rebecca Sugar worked on. Uh, Hotel Transylvania. Yeah. Oh yeah, she did. Yeah. So it's going. It's going into 3D live action cartoons. And we're going from television into film as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's interesting. For those of you who don't believe it's interesting, it is. So <laughs> shut up. Because <laughs> we said so. Yeah. Um. I think we're done. <laughs> With uh, that little. Are we? Are we past our limit? Well, we're. It, it's 2:57. We started at two. Mm-hmm. So we're we're about there. We got three minutes. Unless you got something. Okay, I got three minutes. Let me just let me just run through last week's comics. Okay. Well, no. Let's just say I know for a fact you hated this past week of Marvel. Yeah, I kind of did. Okay. There's just two comics that have been good the entire the entire way, and they're still good. Uh, a Force, mm. which is basically uh, that's the all female Avengers uh-huh. team, right? Yeah. Um, there's it's. It is, but there's some male characters in there, too. Oh, okay. It's not like they leave them out or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and freaking Siege. Siege has been amazing the whole time with the with the wall and everything. Yeah. That that last uh, the last issue was amazing. Mm-hmm. But, like, Planet Hulk, not very good. I kind of thought it was going somewhere good. The last comic kind of sucked. Uh, Mrs. Deadpool and the Highland Commandos didn't go anywhere. Um, there's a couple other comics that I forget that just basically ended with, with all the Thors showing up and just... Like, it was like a literal do six, uh, do six Markina, mm-hmm. or a day of six Markina. A bunch of gods came down into the storyline. Now I want to say, I want to say, if it's if it's bad to where it's a piece of crap, it's a do sex. Uh, okay. uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Throw back to episode three. <laughs> yep. Um, a couple of things were weird. Where it's just I, the rules on Battle World are always so inconsistent that it's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, like on Renew Your Vows, they didn't even know that Doom existed. Which is the weirdest thing, because he's in every other comic, and then he's like, why don't they know about Doom in this one comic? <laughs> and then in some comics, they imply that uh, you can overthrow like the leader of, a, of an area, and then you mm-hmm. become the leader, because Doom believes in that. But then in other ones, they were the leader, and the th- Thors come down, they're like, oh, that's a bad thing, you shouldn't have overthrown the leader, now you're going to die. <laughs> and it's like, just make up your mind, it's so, it's so confusing. I don't know, but yeah. Uh, oh, and in uh, DC, a bunch of comics are apparently ending. Uh, in December, um, the Omega Man, uh, Lobo, uh, Gotham by Midnight, uh, Justice League United, and Doomed are all ending. Oh, I liked United. That was a good series. Although I liked I liked Gotham by Midnight. Something I said about that because um, because it was a it was a it was a good group of heroes that you never get to see much of. Like they they reintroduced Adam Strange. Did you know that was originally going to be called uh, Justice League Canada? Yeah, the the first issue of it actually the D in United is the Maple Leaf. Ah, okay. And like Ooh. at the end of their first series, they said, "Well, we can't just call ourselves Justice League Canada. Half of us aren't even Canadian." But it, a lot of it took place, I believe, in Saskatchewan. Uh. So like it was like we are we we're saving Canada. Yeah, we are. We are on the cruise. <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> but that's why I loved. That's why I actually loved United was because, like I said, there's a lot of superheroes there that either you didn't know about. Or they're bringing them back, and you probably didn't know about them, mm-hmm. but they're still cool. Like I loved Adam Strange and how they introduced the idea that um, he, he, him, and his fiance they love each other so much, but because of a Zeta beam accident, Adam is they're, they're stuck on opposite sides. Okay. So anytime one has to teleport to Ron, the other one gets teleported to Earth, and there's no way that they can fix that. One that has to always be one place, and one has to always be at the other. 
I thought that was an interesting story, an interesting break to that story. Character. Yeah. Um, um, oh, and uh, Doomed. I didn't even know what Doomed was. It's weird. Like I, I was like, I, I never even heard of this. So I had to look it up, and it's been coming out. It's very neat about a kid that uh, working at Star Labs, mm-hmm. and he accidentally gets exposed to something from Doomsday, and he basically becomes Doomsday. Mm-hmm. Like he can turn into Doomsday. But um, it was a really interesting concept. I like the idea of it, but I was reading it, and it's kind of like I feel like it, it didn't go anywhere quick enough. That's probably what what happened. Yeah. And also, he doesn't look like Doomsday, which is weird to me. <laughs> he just looks well, like he's like a separate monster. Well, it's like how Abomination and A-Bomb don't look the same. But yeah. they're all technically... It's supposed to be one's kind of fashion after the other. Um, and they set up like a like a fight, like a... Like a like, like somebody for him to fight. Uh-huh. And then that guy immediately was like, Well, you don't seem that bad. Uh, I'm, I'm on your side now. And then like... And then, I don't know. Yeah, I never I never read the book, but like I always saw pictures of it and I always just saw like Doomsday. And I've, I've, never, I've never been a big fan of Doomsday. Oh, I am. Well, because he was one of those characters where it's like... Um, here I am. Rock me like a hurricane. Like, like your first issue, you kill Superman. Where the fuck do you go from there? Like, you can't. You 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 have to be dumbed down the next time you're 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 shown in comics. And he usually is, but but occasionally he gets some new stuff. Um, more recently, he's got to the point where he can just kill things from a distance. He just absorbs them and gets stronger. He does the wink and the gun. And they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, just being near things, I kill them. And uh, he basically was traveling around the planet, uh, killing things and absorbing them. Is where he was strong enough to fight Superman. That just makes you think of Black Hand, though. Yeah. Like, like. Well, they, well, they implied that because you know the whole idea of of Doomsday is that he's like a baby that kept getting cloned to be stronger. Right? I'm just a stupid <laughs> fucking baby. baby. That's literally what he was. So, so the the, the newer <laughs> the, the newer comics have been implying that he, he literally still is or or was uh-huh. the one that killed Superman was still a baby. So he's been growing and. Uh, Basically evolving and changing over time as he ages. So now he's like a teenager. Yeah. Uh, okay. So there's, there's, some, there's some new stuff going on with him, which is interesting. And there was a whole there was a whole storyline that I found out about that I didn't even know existed, where he basically fought. Um, what was the guy from Kingdom Come? Magog. Yeah. There was a whole storyline where he, where him and Superman. Uh, I think Superman gets killed and they're in some sort of weird place. And he basically fights an endless number of Magogs mm-hmm. and actually changes to become a good guy eventually mm-hmm. over time. And takes up the Superman mantle, and basically it's super interesting, and uh, you know it, it all gets resolved. It's all in in canon, but then it gets resolved by the end of the, the, none of it actually happened. So oh. it's kind of a he has to go back to being the monster in order to bring Superman back to life, basically. Because I know that Magog is is dead in the regular universe. Yeah. Well, at least pre New Fifty Two, I don't know if they're gonna bring him back in the New Fifty Two. Because I remember um, in Blackest Night, Brightest Day, like mm-hmm. everybody had a thing to fulfill. And Maxwell Lords was basically kill Magog. Oh like, yeah, that was yeah. his thing. And like basically Maxwell Lord like used his mind control to where Magog aimed his own like trident or whatever the hell that weapon was and just mm-hmm. blasted himself in the head. Yeah, it's, it's like a, it's you've a good idea your- to get rid of him because because it never ends well with Magog. Yeah, it's like you've done your job, Maxwell Lord. <laughs> the White Lantern like logo just pops up. It's like mission completed. All right, that's all. all right. That's all I wanted to say. All right, We're so good. so that's it for this week's episode. Um, we'll see you next week. Always remember you can email us at uh, podcastprocrastination at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at ProcrastPodcast. We film here weekly at the Undercity Comic Book Shop here in Uptown Whittier off of Philadelphia and Greenleaf. Um, for this show, this is Isaiah. Uh, Dan. Ned. Telling you, take care. You guys, you know, go, go do something fun.
Don't do something. Oh, all right, fine. 